experience. Well, yeah, experience is everywhere. Experience is everywhere? That's an interesting statement. Hello. Hello. Can you introduce yourself? My name's John, and I'm 34 years old. I'm a student at Eastern Maine Community College. I've been recently released from federal prison eight months ago. John, thank you for being here with us today. This podcast is about the power of peers. Uh, But before we get into the power of peers, can you tell me a little bit about your story, how you got right here as a student at Eastern Maine Community College? So I was born right here in Bangor, Maine, and I made bad decisions from probably like middle school on. I'd say when I was about 20, those decisions landed me in prison for the first time. I did two years. I got out and I was trying to go to college. I actually went to school in there when I was like 21 years old. I went to college in prison. And when I got out, I tried to go to college and I did go to college. I successfully completed two classes, but my mind wasn't really in it. My mind was everywhere else. With peers, really, I wanted to mm. party and be around people. I eventually actually didn't take me very long before I went back to prison for another three years on a probation violation. Then when I got out, I was like 24, I think. And and I was out for like five years. But I didn't live here, I moved to New York City, I didn't focus on college at all. I continued making bad decisions and realized some of the mistakes I've made and and all the friends that I've lost that have either died from drugs or murder or, or whatever or gone to prison for the rest of their life. Yeah. I didn't want that to be me. I, it was a really close one, I almost, I had to serve a lot more time than I did, and uh, I only had to do two more years. But when I got out, I immediately went to school and and really focused on it this time, really focused on school and probation and work and staying out of prison. Mm-hmm. So I recently made the dean's list. Congratulations. Thank you. That's excellent. It was straight A's. Right Ooh. now I got all A's and a couple B's because I think a couple of my classes are a little harder. The exams are a little more demanding. Um, but that's okay. I'm, I'm hopefully, even if I get B's, I'm, I'm kind of happy with that as long as it's not a C. Right on. As far as work goes, I, I work all the time. And then that's my peer influence right there because it's positive. So is school. School and work are both my peer influences. As far as probation goes, I've, I've recently been put on low-intensity supervision, which means I don't even have a probation officer anymore. I've been doing so good. Okay. I have a caseworker. She said that if I keep doing good, I can hopefully get done probation in August. We'll celebrate. We'll come right back definitely. here. <laughs> I definitely will celebrate. All right. In Excellent. a positive way. In a positive way, yes. Celebrate positively. Excellent. The topic of this series is experiences everywhere Mm -hmm. Uh, and I appreciate you sharing the experiences that you had and how those experiences informed the choices that you're making right now and the the topic of this particular podcast is the power of peers when I say that statement to you what do you think of what role do peers have in your life right now compared to the impact that they had previous till now I'd say that previously my peers had a bigger role and influence in my life than they do now. 
Um, you know, when I was, like I said, I started getting in trouble in middle school. It was all about hanging out with older kids, seeming like the bad kid at school. Like it, it, it was, it was definitely peer influence. Not to say that I don't make my own decisions because I do, but I made the decision to be influenced by those peers or to want to impress those people. Mm-hmm. Nobody made me do anything. And I think that's the first thing people need to really think about when it comes to peer influences. They, they, you have control over what you do. You don't have control over nobody in this world but yourself. Mm-hmm. And some people think they don't have control over themselves. Well, they do. They're wrong. You do have control over yourself. Like No matter what situation you're in, you have control over yourself. Did it always feel like you were in control of that situation for Def- you? Definitely. Okay. I, I made the decisions to put me in prison. I made the decision to go to college. Mm-hmm. These were decisions I made. Nobody made them for me. Nobody, you know, you could say that people influenced you. And, and, and maybe they do to a certain extent because you want to impress those people. But at the end of the day, you're making the decisions. Mm-hmm. You're the one driving the car. They're not driving the car. That's a really powerful realization. So in the past, peers had a pretty big influence on you. And how about now? Now I focus on being alone. I know that a lot of people get themselves in a lot of trouble because they're hanging out with the wrong people, especially you're on probation. You're not supposed to be around convicted felons. I have to focus on being by myself. I have to be comfortable with being by myself. And anybody that's been locked up should be able to be comfortable being by themselves because you just spend years by yourself. Mm-hmm. But a lot of times they can't do that. They, you know, this world's moving so fast and they got girls out here. They're looking, they're, they're, they're trying to date somebody. Maybe that person that they're dating isn't right for them for one reason or the other. And it's hard to let go of that person. And I felt the fact of the matter is most people aren't going to make you happy. Like, you, you have to be comfortable being by yourself and focusing on your goals. Eventually, you'll find a group of friends or a significant other that, that makes you happy. But until then, don't, don't settle. Focus on yourself. John, thank you for sharing your experiences with us yes. for this podcast. No problem. Uh, and your experiences with peers and life. And um, I appreciate your perspective. Thank you. Thank you. Experience. Well, yeah, experience is everywhere. Experience is everywhere. I'm Rick. I'm the president of the Student Senate here at EMCC. I am a graduate of EMCC in May 2018, uh, the secondary education program, and currently I am a full-time student at the University of Maine in their elementary education program. Yeah, so again, I have a friend who's doing seven years for attempted murder down in Massachusetts. I think he's three years in. I forget what it was, but we got a letter last year, and I was like, oh no, he still has like that much longer to go. Um, but it's important um, those connections in terms of my friends group again I'm the one if someone's sick or I'm the one who says like I love you to all my friends because you know, I mean it and this guy who's in jail he was really like my brother's best friend but we're all close me and my brother are only a year apart so my brother is not really good at communicating and sometimes he'd be like well 
you know, we'll just call the guy Fred. He's like, well, Fred's in jail, you know, like, you know, that's what he chose to do. And I'm like, well, yeah, maybe, but also doesn't mean that you're supposed to give up on him, you know. And um, he was, he was for a few years, he was in a harder jail. It might have been Concord, but I, th- I forget. I don't know. I've never been in jail, so I don't know the process. But recently, he's in a, a place where there's a little more freedom, and he's taking, like, barber classes. So he's nice. giving haircuts in the jail and... You know, we, like so we write him a couple times a year and I was like that's good I'm glad that you found something and you're not just sort of biding your time and at least you're making the most of your time and you know it's you know he talks about he's got a kid and his kid's gonna be his kid is old enough when he gets out of jail to be to be like you suck dad you know what I mean like why mm-hmm. you know over some trivial thing and uh, that's just part of like how he is and some people get caught up in just wanting to be tough and that's what happened somebody texted his girlfriend at night and he went and shot at the guy's house mm. and it's like dude was it seven years like when you're 22 is it worth it you know yeah <laughs> yeah it's so. hard to you know i think it, sometimes you make decisions that are kind of reactive and don't always think through them and yep. like they can have big consequences you know doesn't mean you can't take the yeah. moment that you have to, to reframe. Yep. Um, yeah, and we all grew up together. Means. Yeah. And it's like, how did you get, like, I mean, we've all had, I mean, you're teenagers, so you've all, you're not teenagers, but when you're young, we've all had, like, one relationship where it's like, this is not the best. But for him, and I, you know, and it's like, I'd like to ask him that when he gets out. I'm like, how did you go from, how'd you go to there? Like, mm-hmm. you know, I'm just going to shoot, try to shoot this guy. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, uh yeah, it's intense. But, you know, I don't want him to go back to jail, so he's been in and out of jail a lot, and it's like, and the thing is, he's like, he's not a bad guy. He just gets wrapped up in like the, like thug or punk culture, you know. And it's like, dude, it's done, you know. But can't make him change, you know. <laughs> no, no, no. Um, but you talked earlier about how you write letters back and forth, and I think that that can be a powerful having that relationship and still. Yep. seeing that you value him enough to respond back to his letters and that you keep that communication going is like a really meaningful thing um, and also can potentially be something that um, helps that process of reframing and thinking about yep. who is a positive influence in your life and who might you want to surround yourself with more when you get out of that place yeah. that you're in. Um which is is awesome that you're able to keep that connection. Yeah, don't alive. it doesn't take much, you know what I mean? And mm-hmm. I know that sounds like cliche, but it you know it really doesn't take much. And my wife has amazing handwriting, so she'll write it and she'll be like anything you want to say. And I'm like, yeah, you know, and tell him like we love him and that I'm glad that he figured something out and you know shit happens. You know, it's yeah, you know, and that uh, even like my friends, they've sort of come around to it and they go, have you talked to him in a while? Or next time you write, I'm telling him I said hi. So it's that's been nice.